Um, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Um, today I got another guest, very special guest um, with me today, old friend, and um, still we go to school together now too as well, and um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. And before I get to introducing him, um, I don't know if you know this, Prindle, but I do a positive quote of the day every single podcast. And so today is January 22nd. And so today's quote is about the miracle of life. And a Chinese proverb is said to have said, the miracle is not to fly in the air or to walk on the water, but to walk on the earth. And the action of the day is that today I will remember how extraordinary even my ordinary life really is. And um, with that, I will allow my my special guest to introduce himself. Um, and yeah, I think we're just going to take it from there. Uh, hello, podcast. Um, I'm Eric Prindle, um, old-time friend of uh, Mayuk. I went to a high school with him for two years, and then I uh, shipped off to a different school for a year, and I'm back now at uh, Tech with him. I'm part of the uh, Virginia Tech Corps of Cadets and the Army track. And I'm uh, looking forward to talking with you guys today. Yeah. It, yeah. So I guess we'll just get it going. Um, as you guys heard, he is part of the core at Tech. And he's very, very affiliated with them. Um, like me and him, I think we saw each other once, maybe last semester. Kind of discussed the entirety of like the program and how it kind of works and stuff like that. So um, today we're going to talk about mental toughness per um, – Prindle's request. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about mental toughness and you know what that really means. What you know what like how you people can incorporate it into their lives. How Prindle himself, or I guess I should say Eric. I call him Prindle. It's a <laughs> long long history of names, especially for the football guys. But um, I guess I'll call you Eric for the podcast sake. How, whatever whatever works with you. Yeah. And so how Eric um, implements mental toughness into his life, his core routines, kind of everything that encompasses him. And um, yeah, I think that's what we're going to start off with. And we'll just see where the conversation goes from there. So I guess with the first question I got for you is, like, give me your definition of what mental toughness is. Um, I'd say it's, it's pretty much what you read from all those um, motivational books. It's basically setting your mind towards a goal. But when it comes to the decision of I want to quit or I don't want to do this anymore, or I'm injured or it's just too hard, it's striving forward and still and still trying. So mental toughness boils down to just not quitting. And it boils down to how are you going to get to your goal no matter what? Are you going to take plan B? Are you going to take plan A? Are you going to go? And if something happens, are you just going to say screw it and just drop it? So mental toughness just has to deal with um, training your mind to saying I will and I can. I've Man, simple – to the point. I, I love that. I love that. Because, you know, I think, I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcast episodes, but I've definitely talked about mental toughness on here before. Mm-hmm. And I think the the thing that kind of differentiates people that are, you know, mentally tough and not as mentally tough are, is really the simple, the simplicity of quitting. As you yeah. said, it's like people, I think human nature especially in this society, I would like to call it like our society soft. Now, I don't know if you would agree with that statement, but uh, to a degree, to a degree, I would, I would say there's part of, part of our society is a little softer than it used to be. And it's, it's unfortunate to look at that sometimes. Yeah. I would say in American society, at least not, not, you know, I, I can't speak for, you know, people 
that live in like the slums of India or like, you know, in East Asia. But from, I think the problem, one of the biggest problems is, is that, you know, America and a lot of Western culture, you know, their countries have been so prosperous mm-hmm. over the last couple, you know, 100, 200 years. And inevitably, you're going to have people kind of become lazy and kind of get used to the fact that, hey, like, yeah, we live in really nice countries where we're afforded all these kind of luxuries. And yeah. along with that comes the sense of entitlement. That's very true. It's very true. I feel like everything's handed to now, not all Americans, but most. Yeah. Everything's handed to us on a silver platter. And sometimes it's hard for us to work for ourselves to achieve some things now that like i just said that's not not everyone there's definitely some people uh, in this world and in this country that they don't think that way and they they definitely don't live that way so but yeah. you're right there is definitely a, a majority um, of people in the united states that they live that way and yeah exactly and from what you said like the majority of those people i think that is kind of why they aren't you know it's hard for them to be mentally tough because or not hard for them to be mentally tough. I want to rephrase that. It's why they like kind of see mentally tough as kind of stupid in a way where it's like, Hey, like I'm entitled. I have all this stuff. I will always continue to get this stuff in their mind. So they go, I don't really need to be mentally tough because everything that I have is on a silver platter. I don't have to work for anything. Yeah. They never, they've never faced adversity. They've never had some struggle in their life. And so uh, when it comes to working hard, they, um, they kind of fall short. But how, so how do you think how do you think we fix that? How do you think we fix that, Brendel? I don't know if there's a way to fix that anymore. Um, I definitely would say people need to get out of their comfort zones. So people definitely have different levels of success from their parents, from their communities. But if they want to achieve something, they shouldn't go to their resources. Now, they should go to the resources for minor things, but they shouldn't be like, hey, can you do this for me? Can you majorly help me out? I feel like in order to break out of that comfort zone, they need to strive for something that to, almost to them seems impossible, but nothing, nothing's impossible. They should strive to do something that's harder for them, face that adversity. And it may suck in that process, but the end result is they're going to feel accomplished. And that's how you break that stigma. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you because one of the biggest things that I always say, especially to a lot of you know people here on this podcast, I think I said the last podcast maybe, is that um, growth only comes in times of uncomfortability where it's just mm-hmm. like you have to be uncomfortable with the situation you're in to even, you know, have even a glimpse of growth in like who you are and what you're doing. And yeah, yeah totally agree. and most people, you know, have a very difficult time just kind of stepping out and going like, oh, shit, like this is you know, this is uncharted territory here. Like these are uncharted waters and I don't really know how to navigate through them, but um, I like that second step where they decide if they're going to continue to go is so, so important to how like mentally tough they can be and how men like how their mental toughness can progress throughout, you know, their lives. Yeah, uh, totally. And the thing with mental toughness is you don't have to achieve every goal you you set yourself to get more mentally tough. If you fail at one goal, let's get back up and say, hey, I'm going to try something else again or I'm going to try it again. That's building up your mental toughness. 
Yeah. So mental toughness doesn't come with success. It comes with the failures along the way. Success, while it's a great driving uh, force for it, failure is going to help you out more than ever. It's how you perceive failure and it's how you come out of that failure. Yeah, no. Yeah, man. I think that's the, like, that's the thing, right? I think we're all told these things as, like, kids. You know, when we – because I would always remember, like, playing basketball growing up, all these coaches would always be like, like yeah, winning's great, but losing is when you really learn – and you like actually decide to hone in on your skills. Cause at that point, someone's proven to you that you are not the best and that there is something for you to still, you know, grow in and learn. Exactly. I think sports is one of the greatest ways to instill mental toughness. I know that's how I got mine. Um, I just kept playing sports throughout a kid as a child. And uh, I just learned a ton of lessons and I, I, I uh, don't regret any of them. But yeah, you're right. Uh, when you take a loss, you you learn more than you uh, from when you win. Yeah, it yeah, sports is very 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 crucial for at least in my opinion, like how people develop. And I think sports helps a lot of people kind of get through that mental toughness barrier, where you know you're kind of always sitting at home as a kid, kind of always asking your parents for this and that, and. You know, to for me, it was like getting on a fo- on a football field, and kind of like it was like that wake up call. It's like, hey, like, and nothing is going to be handed to you on this field. Like, whatever you get is going to be what you earned. Exactly. And yeah. yeah, it's that's a huge, huge bonus that people that play sports get. I think from their lives, it's just it's just something about that motor that it clearly like sparks in you that it just doesn't go away. Yeah, I think I think sports, any sport. I know, I know, we all, uh, I know a lot of football players. Uh, you, you and me, like-minded. We always drag on the the, the lesser sports. I guess you said I'm not going to name names, but there's a <laughs> lot of credit. There's a lot of credit to uh, any sport um, because it instills this, the mindset of yeah. uh, learning from your loss and gaining mental toughness to keep striving for your goals. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think I think we all. <laughs> Yeah, we all make fun of certain sports for, you know, just for like a laugh's sake. But I think sports in general, like any sport, is really very, very crucial. Yes. But so, like, I just want to let's go from let's go from this, right? So, like, you've played sports your entire life. Really, that mental toughness is, you know, kind of been instilled in you. It's kind of ingrained in you now. So, where where do you go from here? Where do you go from here, right? So you you have this instilled mental toughness within you. So, you know, is there a way for you to continue growing? Or is, you know, is there a way for you to spread the knowledge that you have to other people? Um, so like I said earlier, it's, it's like a muscle in any part of your body. It's, there's there's no muscle that's, that caps out at being the strongest. Um, yep. So mental toughness can always be stronger. Um, and I know I'm not perfect. I know I definitely can continue uh, building on my, my mental strength. But... Um, you have a good good question on spreading it, and that's um, something that I like to instill and I like to see is when you, you see like a team captain or you see a group leader or you see someone that's just leading anything, right? Yeah. If they have good mental toughness, they're going to help other people achieve their goals that are challenging for them. So okay. like on a football team, right, you, you may be the best player. You may not be, but you may be high up in there, right? And you mm-hmm. see you – see, 
the second string wide receiver or the second string or third string, right? And you see them like they're ready to go. They're pumped up, right? They, they have high mental toughness. So you can see that and you're like, okay, that kid, I'm, I'm going to help him out the best I can to get him to start and get him the skills, but he's all set with the toughness, mental toughness. You look at the other kids and they're the ones, you know, putting their heads down. Like we lost, I'm not starting. Those are the kids you go to and you spread the knowledge as you help them achieve their goals. You sit down, talk with them, or you just give them a little pep talk and you, you're going to continuously reinforce mental toughness by helping them achieve something. Even if they don't achieve the starting spot or the win in the game, but you help them out along the way and they learn mental uh, how to be mentally tough that's how you spread the knowledge no i see i see what you're saying like because i think the like obviously it's a cliche but like leading by example is one of the biggest ways to do it right like you don't have to explicitly go up to people and be like hey like like you're kind of being a pussy right now like be more mentally tough the like i think the entire premise of premise of it is that you know if you want to you know pass down these teachings you first have to implement it into yourself, A, and then B, show other people that it's, you know, it, like they're capable of doing it themselves. Exactly. If you don't have it, you can't teach it. it exactly. So, like, um, one, of, one of the, just to like a little, a little tangent here, because we're talking about mental toughness and, I, and leading, Jocko has a really nice story about, you know, buds mm-hmm. and like, He's talking about how, like, I don't know if you know about the, I'm pretty sure you do, but how, like, they carry the boat and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I remember I was all into Navy SEALs. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately that's... unfortunately, that's not the path I'm going down. Um, it's, but um, part of my, part of the reason I'm not doing it anymore is because I'm mentally tough. But, yes, uh, I, I fell in love with the Navy SEALs. And, yeah, I have books upon buds and everything in those books are awesome to read. Yeah, and he ta- and he's talking about he's you know he's saying this story and he's talking about how this one group was doing amazing, and their leader was awesome. Like the leader was great. Like everyone was doing well. It was a well oiled machine, and one of these other groups was doing shit, completely terrible. Like they were always finishing last in everything. Mm-hmm. And he switched the leaders around. He didn't switch like the groups around. He switched the leaders around. And that one group that was doing shit with a really good leader ended up finishing first and or second in every single race after that. And I, that story like very clicks in my mind right now because it shows how leading by example can really, really make a difference like in a split second. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what people will do just to throw it under the bus and go, hey, yeah, like mentally tough, like being mentally tough isn't really like, that big of a deal like it's kind of just some things that people in the army or people in the navy do to kind of like call themselves macho but in reality like everyone should strive to be that way because we all have lives to live and we like and bad shit happens to everyone every day and if we all just lay down and let fucking life just run us over every single time something like that happened there, there there wouldn't be much of a life to live Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no. um, Yeah. Switching leaders, like you said, and just like one of those leaders, like you said, he's he's the bomb. He's the one that's motivating his crew. He's the one that's mentally tough to bring everyone up. And just having that mindset, too, is amazing today. Yeah, I I, I, yeah, I I can't even say that 
in another way. It's just we need more of that, in my opinion. We just need more of that because I see a lot of people nowadays kind of just go down these different paths, not really realizing what they're doing. Like, I, I, I've seen it in my grandparents, like, personally, like, the regrets they have because of not being able to, like, kind of pursue what they really wanted to do, even if it was, you know, more painful in the short term. Like, they regret it on their deathbeds. And that, like, Gary Vee says this a lot, but regret is the biggest motivator for me. Like, I saw it in their eyes, and I just, it, like, that entire, like, scene has been, like, replaying in my head ever since that happened. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. Um, and that's, um, that's a good point that you said, uh, that you said, Gary Vee says, regret. Regret is a, a great, motivator and i've never thought of it like that way but that's how that's how a lot of motivation boils down to a lot of these times yeah it's like for me it's just like if i have something that i want to do right even if it's not gonna like give me any money or you know make me any friends like i don't see why not because i would much rather be asking that question now than you know when i'm you know, 80 years old, barely can move my joints, like, sitting in, like, a fucking retirement home, just waiting, like, counting the days that I mm-hmm. have left, where it's, like, now, if I have an idea, I just go do it, and say if it fails, at least I tried, and at least I, you know, made something of that time. Yeah, that, yeah. There's, yeah. All right, enough talking about me and kind of theory. T- I guess tell us a lot about tell us a little bit about core, like what it's been doing to you, how how it's kind of changed your mindset, stuff like that. I think that would be that's super interesting. I mean, whatever you can say, <laughs> I know there might be. Um, I mean, I'm just a freshman right now, so I'm not not even a sophomore, not a junior, not a senior, so I'm not not one of the big dogs. Um, rank definitely has a lot to play with how the core is. Um, but just like any military school, so, you know, West Point, Annapolis, the Air Force Academy, Coast Guard Academy, um, freshman, freshman year sucks um, for everyone. And it's just like boot camp. Boot camp sucks for everyone. Um, so my fall semester was just a lot of, it was a lot of the fun. I heard this somewhere. It's a lot of the fun that I wish to never have again. Because mm. um, you get yelled at one night and then the next morning you laugh it off and you get yelled at again. So, um, with that, it comes down to, uh, just not caring about what people think. So getting embarrassed and I'm not caring anymore. I definitely can say that I do not care what people think about me. And that's something that is great for your mental toughness. Um, yeah. Okay. Before, before you continue, I always have this cold question because a lot of people don't feel this way. Doesn't it feel amazing? It does. It, it, it feels great. Um, especially when you surround yourself with like-minded people. It, I know, I know. Because I recently have, like, I recently kind of made myself feel like this. And I got to say, it feels fucking amazing to, like, literally, like, if something even, like, you know, someone says, like, you're a bitch or some shit like that, like, it just doesn't phase me anymore. It's just, like, okay, and I just carry on with my day. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I... I honestly, um, 
yeah so being in the core i've learned so many lessons but like like we just discussed is not caring about people think will make you feel so much happier throughout life um but along with that is if you surround yourself with like-minded people you're definitely going to get goals accomplished more so i just read a quote today that said if you surround yourself with five millionaires you will be the sixth if you survive yourself with five happy people you be the sixth if you surround yourself around um, five idiots you'll be the sixth so it all depends on who you surround yourself with and I definitely think it's important because like I'm not gonna not gonna say anything um, too informative about the core or what I'm doing but um, there's people that quit and they do not realize sometimes what they got into um, for me a lot of the stuff um, that I see is I enjoy it and I feel like even though it sucks in the moment I'm happier like later but some people just don't think that way and they quit and that's the sad part is you lose people but along with that is you learn the people that are like-minded like you I think I think that's I think that's a very good point that you made like weeding I think you know for for places like the Corps and the Army and the military in general it's a really really you know, it's good for them. It's beneficial for them to weed out the people that aren't mentally tough because, you know, that occupation requires you to be mm-hmm. mentally tough. It It's super, like, out of every occupation in the world, the one occupation I will have the utmost respect for every day of my life is anything military-related simply because the amount of mental toughness those guys have, those guys and girls have, sorry, um, it, it, it's astronomical, like anything and everything that comes their way, they can deal with. And, you know, it's just, it's just amazing to see that. But on, you know, as you said, the kind of downside to that is that you have to weed out the people that aren't like-minded. Yeah. And, you know, that opens up, it, it opens your eyes to a lot of things like being able, like seeing people legitimately quit on something it kind of opens your mind. It's like, wow, like, I guess that's what we're <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah, and, you know, some of the times it's, it's just not right for them. They they don't educate yeah. themselves on what they're getting into, um, and that's understandable. But, I mean, I have been, like, dreaming about the military ever since I was, like, four. Oh. So. Yeah, you really so have. So I, I – and my – you know, my dad's in the military. I've, I've done a lot of things with that. And so I've just, you know, expected this one thing. And then I get to college and I get to, you know, um, the core and I realize there's people that are just doing it because they heard about Virginia Tech through an assembly or they got a scholarship and it's giving them money and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that surprised me a lot, too. Yeah, I think that I mean, shit. Yeah, that really is the thing. It's like what people like people's motivation at like you know at some level for a lot of people is money or you know wanting to look cool or some other shit and and with the core you can't you can't that that it won't work it literally won't work like at that point it's going to get in your head and you're going to realize that shit like this isn't where i want to be yeah yeah it's unfortunate yeah it's just sad. it's yeah like it really is unfortunate cuz i think I think more people that, I don't know, I think the core is an amazing, like, utensil 
for people that want to go into the military. I think it's, I think it's amazing. I think, you know, it's to some degree, I think it's better than enlisting. I, 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 you know, I, um, that's a tough topic. Um, yeah. So yeah, the core is beneficial in some ways. I mean, if you go through any senior military college or the academies, you're going to commission as an officer. So you're, you're going to have more responsibility yeah. when you get out and you're going to, I mean, with more responsibility, you're going to have a higher pay grade, but there are so many more advantages. There's so many advantages to going to college like that. And there's so many advantages to enlisting too. Um, one of the stigmas yeah. is I hear a lot and it's not true all the time, but there are some cases that the enlisted guys get to do the cool stuff. They get to do some of the cool things. Um, and that's not always true, but that's how it's perceived a lot of the time. But I, I cannot uh, discredit people that enlist because one, uh, I'm not even like, um, I'm not even like through my first year of like college. So I'm nowhere near being oh, yeah. the guys that are already like around bases and firing guns. I'm, I'm not there. Oh but yeah. When you no, enlist, no. you, you go through a lot of the same things and they go through way worse stuff. Like there are, there are kids our age are sitting in tear gas chambers with the Marines when they enlist. Kids 17. Yeah, that, that shit and is those crazy, kids, right? I have so much respect. They want to do that too. Oh, absolutely. And they want, to, they want to do it so fast and, and so bad that they, they, they give up going to college like that. And then later in their career, they'll go to college. But yeah, I can't, can't discredit enlisted and I can't, can't discredit. Oh, absolutely not. No, that's the other thing, right? It's like, I remember when, you know, going, when, I, when we were still in high school, like all these recruiters would come and, you know, talk about the military experience. And I, I just, I just went in there and listened. And yeah, there are definitely for I did, by the way, I did not mean to discredit anyone or anything um, on this podcast. My apologies. Cause I, I have friends that are enlisted and obviously I know Prindle and, you know, he's in the ROTC in the core. So, yeah, definitely did not mean to discredit anyone and, you know, their life choices. But uh, I think it's just I think it's just great, honestly. I think it's great. Like, if I was a citizen, I definitely would do it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy my time. Um, and uh, like I said earlier, it's hard to uh, see a lot of my old friends uh, kind of with the time obligations. And obviously, that's just part of the freshman year stuff. Uh, next year i will i'll yeah, be able to just... see i mean you and then ben and everyone from marshall that I, I i've missed over the years but yeah it's um it's all about it's all about how you make of it yeah so i guess i guess i mean we can continue on from here and talk about you know what what are your Obviously, you, I, I, you know, having this conversation, I feel like I can kind of tell you do a lot of introspection by yourself. Right. Yeah. So what, what are your, what are your, I guess, future kind of goals, but also like how, how do you, you know, plan to proceed in your journey is, I guess, the better question. Okay. Um. So it's all about setting that overarching goal. What is the big picture? Um, so yeah, um, my big picture is to well, it was to be a Navy SEAL, and then it um, it changed to be a Green Beret. Now the reason it changed 
is due to I got more educated in the different specialties. Um, I, I having having the opportunities I got, I got to be able to learn more about each each respective team. And second is uh, I was injured and it stunted my application to the Navy Naval Academy. And so uh. um, I said, screw it. I know what I'm going to do now. And I continued on with Army. And I'm nowhere near close to my overarching goal, but I've made goals in between. There's always goals in between the overarching goal. And those are the goals you have to set for yourself first. So it's, I love that. It's, you have an overarching goal, right? Well, how am I going to get there? Well, first, I got a commission. Well, how am I going to get there? I'm going to go to college. Well, how am I going to get there? I got to pass this test, right? And it's how are you going to pass yeah. the test? Well, I'm going to study. What are you going to do? I'm going to keep studying this one question. So you, you got to break down each goal into smaller goals. And then as you progress, you got to go back and reevaluate. So like, oh, I'm in college now. Well, now I got to continue up with fitness. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to make my own regiment of, uh, you know, push, pull days or whatever. And you continue to do that process while keep evaluating your, your milestones and what you need to do, like what is absolutely necessary. And you just keep breaking them down. And then it's like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Yeah. And so you just got to keep going one at a time. I love that because, uh, you know, something that I love to talk about is how the short term kind of leads to the long term, right? So, like, you know, you might want, you know, one day someone might want to be an entrepreneur or a CEO of mm-hmm. their own company. And, you know, obviously everyone has these steps that you that need to take to get there. And the reality of the situation is, is that no one's going to go from nothing to a billion dollar CEO in a day. Absolutely. And exactly. And so like for me, the way that I look at things is, and I guess it's the way that you look at things as well is kind of accomplishing what you need to do each day and understanding that that day and that step that you take each day is going to eventually lead to where you need to go and what your ultimate goal is. Yes, exactly. And it's 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 really it's really nice for me to look at things like that cuz I get I get overhyped a lot with like all these different projects that I got going on and podcast books and you know school research whatever it is and like kind of like breaking it down into a day by day basis helps me kind of digest it in an easier mm-hmm. form. And I think, you know, a lot of people would benefit from that because a lot of people deal with anxiety, especially in our, you know, society. And I think one of the ways that some people can help their own causes is by breaking things down, understanding that like some things take time and that, you know, they sometimes, sometimes you just have to take each little step you know, one foot by one foot uh-huh. and and trust that things are going to go the way that you want it to go. And, you know, obviously they might not. They might not go the way that you want it to go. It's but, all about how you get up. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's all about how you get up from a task. Um, everyone's faced different types of adversity. Uh, it's just, are you going to get up, brush off the dirt and say, well, path A did not work. 
path B is now going to work. And if you get down path B and it's like, oh, it splits off again. Which one do I choose? It's keep going and never look back. I get that. I mean, shit. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like flexibility and structure. You have to you have to balance the two in the way that you look at the world. And that's perfect. That's perfectly put. It's you it's just honestly all in the mindset. Yeah. But all I right. have a question. I have a question now. Um, do you so you train for the core, right? Like you guys have your own like training regimen, sort of. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Do you feel that you know? Do you con? You know, consciously say that to yourself while you know you're doing all these things for the core that you know are mandatory. You need to do them to kind of get to the next yes. step. Okay. Yes. So the first week, right, is the week where uh, we all come to school before the regular college students, right? And so that was a hard week for a lot of people, including me. I was I was kind of all struck. I thought I was ready to jump in. You know, I was ready to jump into the fire and go. And I realized I was not ready, Um, not ready in the sense that it was just shocking, right? And I kept thinking to myself throughout the entire week, right, getting yelled at and just doing stuff I didn't want to do, that one, this is the first step uh, to my goal. This is the first step. If I quit now, I'll never be able to uh, forgive myself, right? And then it was the people in front of me right now that are yelling at me that are actually only a year older than me did this last year. Did the exact same, so yeah. why can't I? So that's how I got through it. I, I was like, hey, if if the person in front of me did the exact thing thing I'm doing, then it's easy. That's yeah. I I just love the fact that you can you can acknowledge that even in the face of you know understanding that you really don't want to do some something yeah. whatever it is and and still go through it and still have the ability to accomplish what it is you need to accomplish yeah and that's and that's very different and like i know it kind of seems weird that i'm highlighting it because you do this every probably like, probably like every day because from what i've observed in our you know in our generation and you know a lot of people in life a lot of people don't do that. No. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah. It's it's realizing it's, it's realizing how easy your goals can be while acknowledging how hard it can be at some times. Which is yeah. it sounds like a paradox, but in the reality is Yeah, it yeah, in yeah, the reality it's like, it's like okay, I don't wanna run four miles every day to train for a marathon it's like yeah you don't want to do it yeah. but after each run you're going to feel better by yourself and then you know you get to do this marathon right if your goal was just to compete in the marathon and finish it you completed your goal even though it sucked every 26 yeah. miles right see that's like a mindset that i love and you know i I think that's really I think that's really what is the highlight of this entire conversation is you know the the fact that 
they're just things that people don't want to do in life and that are hard in life. And what gets us through it is the is mental toughness. It's just being able to understand things and being self-aware about what needs to be done and just going out and doing it. Damn. It's the... Go ahead. I get... No, no, no. Sorry. I I always start my sentences <laughs> before I actually think them. It's so. just... It's finding the pleasure in everything that sucks. I mean, common seal saying is embrace the suck. It's like if I'm laying in the dirt or I'm sweating forever, it's like, okay, I'm having fun. If you trick your mind and having fun, you you already want first. You already uh, uh, step ahead. Yeah, that it's just beautiful. I, I I honestly just think it's like a you know like poetry emotion kind of thing, where when people can embrace that, like that little that's like you know embrace the suck or just shit that they don't like. Like honestly it could be like gardening or whatever, right? Like, oh I need to plant these plants because I want my lawn to look beautiful or whatever. Like it still it's and they don't want to do it. It still takes a certain amount of motivation and discipline to just go, hey, like let's just fucking do this without any, you know, any further Man. excuses. But I guess I guess I've been asking you a lot of questions. So I guess this is your time to ask me something or anything that, you know, you have in mind or would like me to to talk about more. Um Well, we can talk about I mean what do you what do you see mental toughness as as is is it one main thing or can many people have different uh, many different interpretations of it. Do you think it's set in stone or do you think it's malleable and that there's different meanings uh, to it? Interesting. I think, I think it's set in, I want to say it's malleable, but it's, I can't even, it's, it's very weird the way that I'm thinking about this right now. I think the entire, I think the premise of mental toughness is set in stone. I think, you know, that one idea that is, no excuses, I'm going to get what I need to get kind of thing. That is set in stone. But the way people can implement it inside of their lives into certain situations is malleable and how like they implement it, right? So like the way that some people might look at it is, I got to do everything now. I got to do everything now. Boom, 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 boom. And then some people might look at it as, you know, I got to accomplish these tasks every day in order to get to some other point. So I, I think it's malleable. I couldn't agree with you more. That's a, a perfect way to describe it. Perfect way to describe it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think mental toughness is one of those things that I love talking about on this podcast because I don't think it gets enough awareness in regular discussions and like the everyday life. Because I think unless what I've noticed is that unless you go out and seek mental toughness in this day and age, you really don't have it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what's a? Yeah, seek it. I was trying to think of a better word, but I think that's definitely seeking it and enacting it is being able to yeah. uh, establish it. And like we talked about earlier, is 
one person can establish and exemplify mental toughness. But but the only way to spread it, I mean, talking about it is definitely a way to spread it. But the only true way to actually get someone to have it and get someone to get in the practice of it is to help someone out. Yeah, I man, I think you. I know I said this before, but you are definitely one of the best people to talk about it with. Thank you. Simply because I know, because I know the way that you work. I know your work ethic. I know the kind of a little bit about the way that your mind works. And when when you DM me earlier and you said like, "Hey, like let's talk about mental toughness," I was super excited. I, I, was I mean, I've been go. listening to your podcast, man, and you uh, you're very insightful and. Thank you for the compliment. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that about myself. I mean, I've, I've only learned from what I learned from other people and listening to other people. So it means a lot. Thank you. But yeah, this, this is great. And I'm so excited to talk with you. I, I love that. So, okay. So let's think of, I think what I like to do with this podcast is now, with a lot of people that are on here, I like to, you know, kind of talk about exactly, like, what they're passionate about, which, for you, it's mental toughness. And, you know, you know, a little bit down the line, have an update podcast where we kind of discuss, you know, how, how everything's been progressing and how, for you, I would love to talk about how your mental toughness has progressed, whether that be in a week, you know, a month, two months, six months, whatever it is. I would love to see that evolution like occur. And then, cause the one thing that I find a lot of enjoyment in is listening back to the old podcasts and you can hear it in people's words, the way that they've evolved. Like personally, the one mm-hmm. with Ben that I just had, you can, you can literally feel how, you know, his mindset has changed just from listening to the entire podcast. Yeah. Um, I would love to do that. Uh, with you um i guess a good time frame is after i would say dip, uh, because of the current situation of this year one with covid and just of school and co- um, the core i would definitely love to uh get back with you at the end of this semester this new semester i think that would be honestly amazing because right now we're right about to start and you know, at the end of the semester, I think it'd be great because you have obviously yes. you have your own shit, you know, all that. But it's, re- I think it's going to be really nice to see how, you know, you just evolve in a couple exactly. of months. And I'm, I'm excited for that surprise now. And I'm going to, I'm going to think about it now every day. I'm going, I'm going to look back on this I think, conversation I think it, and I'm going to yeah. look back on how I was um, a year ago or three days ago even i'm going i'm going to remember this so this this i love this um this this idea and i'll tell you what this next semester uh is going to be amazing i'm going to uh i'm gonna have a lot more fun definitely gonna catch up with you guys at school and i'm looking forward to seeing you guys but um i'm, I'm looking forward to the challenges that lie ahead and i'm looking forward to discussing with you again oh my god i think it's gonna be amazing i th- i cannot like literally I cannot wait now for the end of the semester to have that conversation with you again or this conversation with you again, just cause it's cause honestly, like one of the biggest things about this podcast that I just love to bring to people 
is this idea of human development where I think people don't give themselves enough credit for how ama- like how truly amazing of a job they're doing with themselves. Yeah. And which is what I like doing with these updates because it's like for the, like for you guys and for me and for anybody that's listening, it's kind of an example of, hey, like it's possible. Yeah. I think a lot of people get in this rut where it's like, oh, like I suck. This is going bad. Blah, 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 blah. I can't do better. And, you know, I love making an example out of you guys simply because, A, I know you and, you know, absolutely whatever whatever success and, you know, everything that good that would happen to you, I would absolutely love to share. And it's just an amazing feeling for me. But on top of that, it's the fact that all of these other people that are listening can achieve the exact same thing. And, you know, not maybe, you know, maybe not doing the core, but the same thing for themselves. Yeah. And I, I love that. I just love that. And I'm so happy that you allow me to kind of bring this to other people hey, man, as well. You're doing it right. Um, you got the right mindset. I love your podcasts. I love your, um, your ideas behind them. Like you said, human development's a great way to, to spread uh, love to people and spread just like the overarching uh, feeling of achievement and bringing people together. So I love what you're doing, man. And I, I hope you keep it up because these, these are awesome. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Well, you got anything else um, that you want to, you know, talk about? I just, everyone that's listening to stay classy along with yourself and uh, just keep working hard and keep working hard towards your goals. And if, uh, if some happens, just get back up. And if you're having trouble, uh, talk to someone. Uh, I, I'd definitely love to talk to you, and I definitely know Mike would love to talk to you. So, absolutely. Before before we go, I'll let Prindle you know plug any of his socials if um, he wants to. My and, Instagram um, is EJ Prindle. That's all it is. Um, you can follow me. I don't really post anything that exciting, but maybe maybe after this podcast, I'll. Uh, I'll get back into uh, posting cooler things. But thank you so much for having me today, Muke. I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, when we get back to Christmas. Uh, I know you move in soon. I'm moving in soon. And I definitely, definitely would love to see you, Ben, and everyone from Marshall again. Absolutely. It's, it's always lovely talking to you, man. Like, ever since high school, it's been amazing conversations. And um, for anybody that's still listening, thank you for, you know, kind of supporting me and you know all the all my guests on on this podcast really means a lot and hope you all enjoyed this lovely conversation uh you know stay tuned for the update at the end of the semester i think it's going to be a good one um and yeah as always you know i wish you everyone listening and prindle nothing but success with self-improvement so thank you prindle